What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. <laughs> it's time to go inside. Inside the stats. Inside the game. Inside the mind of Al Eshback. Hello! Can anybody hear me? It's Inside Sports on 98.1 FM, WWLS, the sports animal. In the back, back to your family, Leisure, right in Northwest Expressway. Oh, they get some great deals going on Labor Day. I'm going to tell you all about it. Joining us from Cleveland, Jake Trotter. Jake, how are you, my man? What's going on, Al? Been a while. I know. You good, summer? Eh, it was all right. There's a lot of Deshaun Watson stuff to deal with up here. Oh, I, 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 I could imagine. I mean, having to go up there. Good summer? Eh, it was all right. There's a lot of Deshaun Watson stuff to deal with up here. Oh, I, 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 I could imagine. I mean, having to go up there and dealing with all that stuff uh, daily and everything, that's just no fun, right? This was the craziest football offseason I've ever been a part of or ever covered. Between the Baker Mayfield trade that seemingly was never going to happen. And then it finally did. And then just the daily headlines associated with the trade for Deshaun Watson. It was uh, not, I was ready. I was ready for the season to begin. I'm ready to go. Like enough. Of well, this and then, these, uh, then worrying about the suspension, how long that's going to be appeals, this and that, right? Yeah. Daily. It was da- daily, daily coverage of what was going to happen with, Deshaun Watson, really going back to the moment they traded for him in mid-March. Are you going to Carolina? <clears throat> I am. I will be there. <laughs> Should be interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, the Browns organization, it is a fiasco, is it not? Yeah, I mean, this this hasn't gone the way that they thought it would. You know, I understand some of the reasons why they decided to move on from Baker. It just didn't end very well last year. Uh, you know, there was some acrimony in the locker room that really dated back to the Odell split, you know, that really divided the locker room. But I also didn't view their their situation as binary. Like they could have, you know, there, there, were, there were some door C's that they could have opened, like a Matt Ryan, somebody like that, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, who they were never interested in really until the very last minute. And by that point, you know, they just weren't going to be able to trade for him. So they, I mean, they pushed all their chips in on Deshaun Watson and it is really backfired on them right now. And if Deshaun Watson comes back and looks anything close to what he did in that preseason game in Jacksonville, the Browns, first of all, are not going anywhere this year. And they may not be going anywhere this year anyway. Uh, I think week one will tell us a lot about that, but he better be a top five quarterback or we're talking about potentially one of the worst trades, if not the worst trade in NFL history. He, be, he better be a guy that gets them to the Super Bowl. You know, whatever you think about the morality of it, just from a, a, a transactional aspect, he, he better be really, really good because they're going to be way over the cap next year. They're going to have to get rid of some good players just to, to absorb that contract. And then the fact that you're losing basically almost an entire year of that contract, I mean – 
this isn't a lost season, but it is teetering on the verge of one just to, based on the way their offenses look. Uh, I mean, like Carolina's offense, just watching Baker with those guys, it's night and day better than what we've seen from the Browns so, so far, especially through the air, with Jacoby Brissett and a receiving core that's pretty underwhelming right now. Well, I, I was going to go on that other side. What if Baker really looks good this year? Yeah, it's going to make everything look worse. I mean, if the Browns struggle and miss the playoffs and Baker goes to the playoffs, I mean, just going to be another another notch in the you know feather in the Browns' cap at that point. Uh, a series of, of moves that have not worked out very well and just, you know, they, they have not been able to figure out the quarterback equation since they came back in 99 and really since Bernie Kosar in the late 80s, early 90s. And, you know, I, I think if somebody put it, to me, you know, who is uh, in the NFL, you know, if you're, you're a desperate team, you make desperate moves. And, you know, it was one thing to go trade for Deshaun Watson, but then to give him that contract, uh, you know, a contract I don't think anybody was willing to give him. That's how Cleveland got him in the first place. I mean, it just – you would hate to see the prime years of Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb and Denzel Ward, who are, you know, great guys, yep. fabulous players. You know, a year of their primes that, you know, wasted or squandered. Who leaked that thing about Baker where they wanted an adult as a quarterback? Well, that was Chris Mortensen. So that would have been, it was, I think it was two days before the Browns traded for Watson and one or two days after the executive team. So the owners, the general manager and the head coach flew to Houston to meet with Deshaun Watson. The Browns are flying back from Houston and Baker tweets out basically a goodbye letter to the city of Cleveland. And the next day, or either it was either like later that day or in the morning, somebody from the Browns organization told Chris Mortensen that we're looking to get an adult in the room. Now, Jimmy Haslam, who's the owner of the team, has denied that he was the one who said it. But I can tell you, Baker thinks that's who said it. So uh, he would love nothing more than to, you know, shove that right in Jimmy Haslam's face next week. So I don't know. I don't know who said it. Like, Mort's never told me, nor would I ever ask. But, did, Master, I mean, there's only, few fe- people it there's only a few people it could have been, you know, for Mort to go with it the way he did. Did you feel like Baker was not an adult? I do feel like that Baker didn't always handle everything the best way here. I mean, I think that's just – now, I don't think that everything was his fault was his fault by any means. And I think what happened with – Odell was, you know, that was more on Odell than I think anything. I mean, I really think Baker tried to make that work. But, you know, not just talking about the 2021 season, but the 2019 season especially. I mean, there's just a lot of things that were going on up here where uh, it just wasn't, wasn't, I think, the the, the, put it this way, like the chemistry was not the best. And Baker, you know, had a hand in that. Uh, And, wasn't all his fault and he wasn't certainly the sole uh you know perpetrator and i think he was walking into a culture that was in bad shape and he was trying to change it much like he successfully did at you know oklahoma not that he changed the culture at oklahoma but i think he reinforced it when they were struggling a little bit there uh before his transfer uh and you know really set the tone for that team but yeah, up here it just it, it didn't really work, and I, I don't think Baker is blameless by any means by you know what what ultimately happened. Well, it, it and and it's kind of interesting that you said a lot of players 
sided with Odell Beckham, right? Yeah, Odell was one of the most popular players in the locker room. And, you know, imagine a guy with that kind of gravity calling the quarterback trash by extension of his father. I mean, what effect do you think that's going to have? And, and I don't know if the team really handled it the best because after that video came out, like Odell was just gone. Like they, he, he wasn't, he never came back to the building. There wasn't really a meeting, a team meeting to kind of address what happened. It was just, he's gone. And I think guys were like, well, you know, clearly it's Baker's fault. And Baker was in a no-win situation at that point because he was playing terribly. He was hurt. He was losing his confidence. You know, he could feel guys on the team, you know, maybe weren't believing in him in the same way. Uh, and I, I think that was why, for everybody, it made sense that, you know, for Baker to get a new start somewhere, you know, kind of rediscover himself a little bit for, you know, the Browns to move on and, and, and try to, you know, start with another quarterback. Um, just because it, it felt like it really needed to end, I think, by the end, end of last year. I mean, it wasn't a good situation between Baker and, and Kevin Stefanski, the head coach. Um, you know, the Browns, you know, wh- whoever said we wanted an adult in the room, like whether whether they said it or not, that's how they felt. I mean, like I've heard, you know, variations of that quote from different people in the organization, you know, at the time and since. So, like, they, it, it was just time. Like, it, it wasn't working. Nobody wanted – you know, they didn't want Baker there. Baker didn't want to be there. It, it was time to get a fresh start. And I think he's in a terrific situation with a coach that he has a history with to some degree in that rule and a, you know, pretty good supporting cast at the skill positions. I mean, like Carolina's got receivers. They've got Christian McCaffrey. You know, if they can protect him a little bit, which is the big question mark, they have a chance to be a playoff team this year. So, you know, sometimes yeah. things don't work out. And, you know, you would hope that Baker learned from some of the mistakes, which, you know, he, he'd be the first one to tell you that, you know, he has a lot to learn from from his time in Cleveland, and he can implement that and, you know, still go on to have a pretty successful career in the NFL. Why did the Browns start watching the first exhibition game when they knew he was going to be suspended? Well, I think their philosophy about it was we're probably not going to have him here for very much longer. He didn't play last season in Houston, so we might as well give him as much work while we can. And so that's why he was taking all the first team reps the first couple of weeks of training camp. That's why they started him and played him that first quarter in that first preseason game. You saw how rusty he looked, right? Yep. I mean, I, yep. you know, I think he was a little bit rattled by the crowd. Um, and, you know, he's on the field for the first time in a while, and, you know, he was rusty too. So I think all of that contributed to what you saw, and that's why they were trying to give him as many reps as possible because they, they were – at that point, weren't sure, you know, was it going to be six games? Was it going to be eight games? Was it going to be the season? They just didn't know. And so, you know, they're trying to ramp him up as much as possible because he's not, he can't even be here. He's not even in Cleveland anymore. He's gone. He's got to stay away until October 10th. So it's a, a very strange situation. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it does feel like that they did not give Jacoby Brissett as much work as he probably may have needed. You saw that in their preseason game Saturday night where he and the offense just really struggled. Um, you know, don't look very cohesive right now. But, I mean, I think any offense in the NFL, if you're splitting reps between quarterbacks, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to get either one of them ready. You, you said something earlier, and I, I've thought of this also. What if Deshaun Watson is not the player he was? It's it'd be a, it. I mean, it's already. You know, I think off the field, you know, just being up here in Cleveland, there are a lot of people that are very upset. These are Browns fans, 
don't think that all the Browns fans are behind this trade because they're definitely not. And, you know, some are, some definitely are, but there's a segment of the Browns fan base that's just completely, you know, turned off by this whole thing. Now they'll probably watch, I'm sure they'll watch the team. They might get a game or two, but they're not, they're not fired up about this team. They're not excited about being a Browns fan. They hate the fact that like this guy is going to be the quarterback of their team for the, you know, for the foreseeable future. So like that move has really, I think driven a wedge between, you know, different factions of the fan, the Browns fan base. And I think they've alienated a good segment of their fan base. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like a majority, but it's not an ins- insignificant number of fans that are just, they're out right now on the Browns. So take that part of it out of it. They basically gave up what the Minnesota Vikings did all those years ago to get Herschel Walker. And look what that did for Dallas and look what it did to Minnesota. You're right. And, and, and her, I, I can't, I don't know how washed Herschel Walker was at the time of that trade or like, you know, how much he struggled in, in Minnesota, but he wasn't like the guy that they thought they were getting. So they better hope that this guy is like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, like that good. And, and Deshaun Watson has been that good at, you know, for Houston. I mean, he's been really like, he, he's been fringy top five. Um, back when he was playing in 2019 and in 2020, uh, especially 2019 when they had that playoff run. But, you know, it's hard to, to, to rekindle that after you've been gone for almost two full seasons and you've had to deal with, you know, some of the stuff he's, he's dealt with. Like, you know, he's brought it on himself, if, if you believe all the allegations and what Sue Robinson wrote in her report, you know, predatory, egregious behavior, sexual assault. But, like, when, when, I mean, that Jacksonville game, there weren't that many people there, and they were all over him. It's going to be like that for the rest of his career, certainly in the short term. And that's going to be easy to deal with. And so is he just going to be automatically, you know, top five NFL quarterback again? I, I'm kind of skeptical. Like, maybe he can get there eventually, but I don't think it's just going to happen overnight. And so the cap is going to get more difficult for the Browns to manage because they're paying out so much money to all these guys, Deshaun Watson specifically, but not just him. And they're going to have to start getting rid of guys that are key starters on this team because you just you can't you can't pay everybody the way that they are right now. Eventually, the bill comes due. I would make the case that the best roster Deshaun Watson is going to play with in Cleveland is this year's roster. They're not going to be better going forward around him than they are right now because they're going to lose guys like Kareem Hunt. They're going to lose, you know, guys like Amari Cooper, and they don't have any first round draft picks to replace those guys with. It seems like your life was so much so in Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I definitely uh, contemplated that a couple times this summer, Al. Not going to lie. My goodness. It was, more, it was more fun we were playing the music game on Fridays, right? <laughs> Even though I was taking a beating on a weekly basis. Uh, I mean, you've walked into a stressful situation up there. My goodness. Uh uh, how yeah. Brissett to yeah. deal with? How, how is he to deal with? Is he okay? I like him. I mean, I think he's. Uh, I think he, he seems like a good guy. Players on the team really like him. Uh, you know, he's he seems to be pretty popular in the locker room. But like, that's all well and good. Like, can he play? And yeah. I mean, I think a lot of fans were. So I don't. You probably didn't watch the preseason game against Chicago Saturday. They, they basically did, did nothing not. with him at quarterback. They were down twenty-one to nothing to the Chicago Bears, who might be the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> 
And, and, and like, not every starter was playing, but a lot of the starters for both teams were playing. So still the preseason, like, doesn't mean anything. But, you know, it, it also, I think, is a little bit of an indication about where, you know, different units are. And, you know, I thought Jacoby actually, like, played okay. He was, like, 13 to 23, you know, 100 yards. You know, had a pick that, you know, really wasn't his fault because the receiver just fell down. But, you know, Brown fans were like, you know, how can you say he played okay? Like, what, like... I like I've been watching him every day in practice. It's kind of what he looks like. Like I don't, I don't mean like by his standard, I thought he was okay. I would make the case right now, Al, that the Browns have one of the six or seven worst passing offenses on paper going into the season. <laughs> in an AFC, where like you know you're going to deal with, I mean, just a, an array of unbelievably elite quarterbacks: Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. I mean, I go down the list. You know, don't want to leave out Mitchell Trubisky for Jim, but he might be on a different tier. <laughs> what, I mean, it's hey, unbelievable how good the quarterbacks are. What's going on with Lamar Jackson? What they, he got they have eleven more days to negotiate <laughs> with him. Yeah, the Browns the Browns screwed the Ravens over because they gave Deshaun that two hundred thirty million dollar contract, and Lamar's like, well, like this guy got two hundred thirty million. He's not even playing. You know, I'm a former MVP. Like that—that's the—that's the starting point of a conversation of, of a negotiation. So, I don't—I can't imagine at this point a deal is going to get done. So he'll probably play on the franchise tag, you know, next season, and eventually they'll figure it out once the the rest of the market catches up. But, I mean, it it really, you know, that's the other thing. Like, you know, the NFL owners. I mean, I, I I'm not the one I'm not the one talking to them, but other people, other colleagues of mine are talking to them and. Like, they just hate what the Browns did because it, it completely upended the quarterback market permanently. And, you know, I mean, they gave Deshaun Watson $230 million fully guaranteed. Uh, that was the richest deal in NFL history, not by, like, $5 million, by, like, you know, $90 million. Well, think of it if you were still here, you'd be getting ready for the Greek Festival. Yeah, be getting ready for some college football too. <laughs> Which I, I like. I it's just like the least prepared I've been for a college football season. Like I don't know anything. I know that I know the Pokes play tomorrow night. I know we've got the backyard ball tomorrow. I think OU plays UTEP Saturday. Is that right? Yes, they do. Okay, that's that's in Norman. It's not at the Sun Bowl, right? No, it's in Norman. You know so, the Sun Bowl. Press co- the press box does not have air conditioning. And so when you're covering a game there in September, it's like 110 degrees. Yeah, I was down the last time when they played there. Crazy. Uh, the other thing yeah. that's interesting about that press box is you get Mexican cell phone service if you're in the press box. You don't get U.S. cell phone <laughs> service. <laughs> uh, when did the kids get to go to Greece? Uh, they got a little bit. They need to get a little bit older. We're we're still too young for international travel. I think at this point, there might be an it might be an international incident if we took this crew overseas. Especially especially since you got to work in the summertime like you do with all this drama going on. I know, I know. You know, last <laughs> uh, the last time I was in Europe, I was there. Uh, this was it. Have been twenty fifteen? No, it would have been twenty twenty seventeen. I was on a train from Paris to Germany. When Bob Stoops resigned? I, I, got on, I got on my phone, and I was like, you know, it, it's like, do you want to, you know, pay for Wi-Fi or join Wi-Fi? And the, it was in German. And I was like, I don't even want to mess with this. Who cares? 
And that, during that train ride is when Bob Stoops' retirement came out. And I found out like hours later after we'd gotten to our, the place we were staying in, in Germany. And I was like, I can't, this is like, I can't believe this happened. Like I, I was just talking to him like a week ago. What, what in the world is going on? <laughs> By I went way, on Paul I... Feinbaum's show, I think from Germany that night. Did you really? Wow. I did. I did. I had to use my father-in-law's uh, phone because he had like a, an international account uh, with him. By the way, I think there'll be more Oklahoma fans watching a Carolina Panther game next week than ever before. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Carolina gear, I think, floating around Oklahoma <laughs> these days. Hey, Jake, <laughs> as always, I uh, hope you don't have to go through this totally stressed uh, the rest of the year, man, man, okay? It's the, it's the Browns now. I think I probably will, will be. <laughs> Take care, Jake. Good talking to you. <laughs> Okay, Take care. Yeah, take care. J Jake Schrott, ESPN Cleveland. My goodness, what he's gone through there. That is just unbelievable. I'll tell you what, I'm here at Family Leisure, right here in the Northwest Express, just west of Council. Uh, they got a huge Labor Day sale. It's going on until Monday. Uh, relax outside with a new patio set, in-stock patio furniture. You get this up to 60% off, ready for immediate delivery. I mean, I've been sitting in some of it. It's unbelievable. Uh, uh, in-stock hot tubs, up to 30% off. Great selection, ready for delivery, uh, and set up swing sets up to 50% off. Uh, they got it all here at Family Leisure. Come on out, check it all out. Huge Labor Day sale. Uh, we're going to come back, take phone calls. Yes, we are. 98.1 FM, 30% off. We're still live in local Oklahoma. More of Al Eshback. Call and we'll talk. Is next. Message marked urgent. Want to share your take? Call the Lucky Star Line at 405-900-WWLS. There's something wrong with the phone! P powered by Lucky Star Casino. Agree? He's right. Disagree? They're both right. Yeah, yeah. Win free tickets and prizes. Save it on your phone. The Lucky Star Line is 405-900-WWLS. 98.1 FM. WWLS. The Sports Animal. are back at Lucky Star Casino in Concho, Friday, October 14th. Get this, Lucky Star Casino presents Ice Cube. Yeah, doors open at 6, show at 8. Tickets are on sale next Friday at 8 a.m. I bet I'm going to predict a sellout for that one, but that's just my prediction. Visit LuckyStarCasino.org for all the details and get those tickets early next Friday, 8 a.m. All the phone lines are open, 405-900-WWLS, or you can text 62582, animal to 62582, to our trade pros, Heat and Air Text Nation line. Al takes your phone calls next on the Sports Animal. Back to your family leaves. they got their great memorial, uh, Labor Day sale going on. I'm going to be telling you all about it. You have some Sam Kennison? Tony? Uh, I thought this was pretty good. I just came across this. Let me, uh, here we go. Uh, it's talking about marriage. You ever married? What's your name? Gary. Well, Gary, if you ever think about getting married, if you ever think you've met the right girl, you want to settle down, get a house, get a car, will you do me a favor, Gary? Remember this face. <laughs> pretty simple, right? <laughs> oh, that is funny. That is really... By the way, Tony, I found out something about your Rayo spaghetti sauce. Uh-oh. Am I going to be brokenhearted about this or what? No. Uh, it's from one of the most famous restaurants in the country. 
does that make you want to run out and buy some? Absolutely, it does. This restaurant is supposed to be unbelievable. Well, it's, it's good, uh, Al. Been since eighteen ninety something in the look up rail restaurant, uh, New York. I was told last night by somebody it's probably the most famous Italian restaurant in New York City. Wow. Oh. Who would have ever thought? Let's see. Yeah, restaurant. yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Traditional and ritual are the heart and soul of Italian cuisine. Since 1896, the Reyes family has believed in sharing those traditions. They got a L.A. location, too. Vegas. Oh, do they have one in L.A. now? Yeah, okay. New York, Vegas, Los Angeles. Vegas is closed. Vegas got shut down during COVID. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, they have, like I told, about eight or nine tables or something, and three are for the mob families. Oh, that's so cool. So this is like the most legit of legit. Yes. Oh, right. Yes. M mob family, I mean, mob uh, uh, politicians, uh, entertainers, maybe we'll get in the place uh, it's very difficult to get a reservation in this place. Now, they are open later. They open, I think, to 10 to 10 now. They used to be open just four days a week uh, for a few hours. So, it's uh, awesome. Is that not unbelievable? It's pretty cool. Who would have ever thought? My wife and her $7 sauce. Uh, and uh, I heard their meatballs are unbelievable. Wow. And oh. guess what? They sell their meatballs here. Where Where do you get them at? I, I, I saw Target. Target. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, that'll so, delight my wife for sure. Yes. So I got. Yeah. I I heard they are unbelievable. Fair so, enough. That sauce that, is good. That, yeah. That that makes me feel. I really want to try it. I mean, that this pumps me up. Well, it's pretty Rail. good. I'm telling you. Yeah. So when I where'd your wife find out about it? I haven't a clue. She just came home and said, "Hey, let's try this." Okay, so she hadn't had it before. Nobody no. told her about it. No, no. We she were. just said, this is expensive. We've got to be good. <laughs> that was the mentality, I guess, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, sometimes don't you go with that mentality? Not here as of recently, maybe a couple of years ago before COVID, <laughs> okay. maybe. Yeah, I was a okay. little more adventurous okay. then. Okay, sometimes I look and go, okay, there's got to be a reason why this thing costs more than that. It has to be better, Right. Yeah, yeah. Does that of sound reasoning? It's logical. I mean, it, okay. You don't find good stuff unless you. But no, I'm excited about this rail. I mean, this is this is this is. I mean, I told somebody's eating there. It's it's unbelievable. It's it's incredibly incredibly good. I mean, and this is from somebody that knows really good Italian food. He's like, oh yeah, that stuff. I he knew all about it, huh? Yes. Yeah. Told me all about it. I said, give it this rail in a jar, and then give me the whole. Uh, story about the restaurant the history of it and everything and uh uh how exclusive it is is fine you know and it, it's a regular menu they, they mean they got you know spaghetti meatballs and uh, uh veal chops and all kind of you, they'll show you pictures of, of the menu there tony i'm reading the list of regulars reads like this woody well, allen who is billy crystal who? rob reiner nicholas poligi danny aiello Legions of politicians, sports figures, and matinee idols have jockeyed for a reservation. Jockeyed for a reservation, yeah. <laughs> That's what it they said. get in there. They didn't talk about any of the mob people, though, did they? No, they didn't mention any of that. They, they, leave them, they left the mob people out of there. So, That's um, so cool. Yeah. Yeah, but it is a really, really famous restaurant, uh, Rayo. And uh, I am going to try the marinara sauce. 
I'm going to try the, the meatballs uh, that uh, when I cook on Sundays. Uh, hold on, my son Alex, this this uh, weekend, he's, his buddy Matt Zellner is getting married. Got to love this. Matt, they grew up together, still best friends. Matt's getting married <laughs> in Italy. Wow. You know why? Because he's half Italian. So, uh, but anyway, he's having a three-day. He's getting married next May and having a three-night bachelor party this weekend up somewhere in Tulsa at a casino and other places. So, uh, you've had a three, three, yeah. No, I barely barely got a four-hour reprieve. A a, a three-night bachelor party. My gosh, I would have never had a wedding. I remember, okay, my bachelor party consisted of, uh, what was the, oh my, the Hungry Peddler, okay? We had dinner at the Hungry hungry Peddler on uh, Meridian, uh, and in about 10th it was that. Remember the Hungry yes, Peddler? Yes, Great prime rib. And then when the women left, they took me to Sugar's. <laughs> What are you laughing at? What a great, that's a pedestrian yeah. bachelor yeah. party right there. Yeah. yeah, right. That was it, the bachelor party. <laughs> we were, uh, we went to, went to, they took me to Sugars in Norman. <laughs> they make you, uh, at that time, did they have a jukebox they were dancing to? Because at the end, I think it was a jukebox. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I don't remember uh, about the, the, <laughs> the night at Sugars, uh, but uh uh that was uh, a a great night uh uh what's the name of the place and where again okay uh sugars uh if you want to go there shut down now they're putting a nightclub there and the hungry peddler was right there was a chain of hungry peddlers right i thought so i thought it was like a kettle type deal no 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 it was uh steaks Google Hungry Peddler. They're still open. Do you know that? I did not know that. Wisconsin. Really? What do they serve? Wonder who owned them? Steaks and choice of scallop, shrimp, or fish. Okay. And this girl, Kathy Strong, who later became Kathy McFeely. I told you about the McFeelys last night. Uh... She ordered her steak. She kept on. She 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 ordered it well done, and it kept on not being well done. And finally, the chef wouldn't cook it anymore. <laughs> I remember that happened that night. Okay, so uh, the hungry peddler, peddler and sugars. Uh, that was my night. Not quite what uh, Matt Zellner's doing this weekend about. Uh, a three-night thing. Then he's getting married in 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 Italy next May, and I asked the question: Why are you having a bachelor party when you're not getting married for months away? So, but he's a, a lawyer in the military. You want to be a lawyer in the military? Ah, uh, no, 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 no. Never cross your mind. Not being a lawyer, no. How about being a pilot fighter? That would be the best. Oh, how about? The Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where this Japanese guy and his son said, what'd your father do? Oh, he's a kamikaze pilot. And then Larry goes, 
didn't he die? And he goes, no. And he goes, well, I thought Kamikaze cops were supposed to die. What happened? So Larry's trying to find out how, why he's a Kamikaze pilot and didn't die. That was quite the episode. That was the episode when he played bingo in this home, and the peep, the old people got really mad at Larry David. Hey, well, we're going to go back take phone calls. Let's get the phone calls going. Uh, uh, call? Yeah, somebody has had this rail source. I'd like to know. You had it, though, and you said it was really good, right? I had it several times, and it's really good, yeah. Okay. It's okay. So you don't care about money anymore. I like that, Tony. I didn't say that. I... Go tell the wife, Amy, go buy whatever you want. Get the rail. Don't buy the cheap stuff. <laughs> Eh? You got to try the meatballs, though, right? No, that's on the list for sure. Okay. Uh, and they come in sauce. It's, it's so packaged with sauce. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, isn't that great? Okay. Uh, let me tell you about Family Leisure. What a great sale. I mean, it's big time. Labor Day. Labor Day is Monday. Uh, and the sale goes on right now till Monday. They got some incredible stuff out here. Uh, relax outside with new patio set, in-stock patio furniture up to... 60% off, ready for immediate delivery. And it, it, tell me what, this patio, I never see it. It's unbelievable what they got here. Uh, in stock hot tubs at 30% off, great selection, ready for delivery and setup. 98.1 FM, that's what's that all. Stay with us. Hey, uh, what was the question, Tony? We're live and local until 8. Oklahoma Farm Bureau Insurance and WWLS, the sports animal. We're sharing some important back-to-school safety tips. Some of these uh, you should know already, but we just kind of want to follow up. When you're backing up, always look behind the car and in your blind spots. Look for designated drop-off and pick-up spots for the kids. Follow posted speed limit signs. How about always keep your emergency contact information in your child's backpack? There's one. If you have any questions on how to keep your family covered, connect with your local Oklahoma Farm Bureau agent to discuss the right plan today. Travis and Bill will talk with Al Eshbeck next on the Sports Animal 98.1 FM. Our text line is open. Also text ANIMAL to 62582. Trade Bros Eat and Air text nation line also 405-900-WWLS. Alice taking your phone calls next on the Sports Animal. Hey, we're back. By the way, the Washington meeting with the uh, uh, latest Pac-12 to meet with the Big Ten. Uh, Oregon met with them last week, and we hear that, though. The Big Ten is not going to expand, so we will see. Um, uh, what will happen with that? Uh, anything on the uh, trade pro line we need to... Talk about before I take phones, close. Ah, uh, let's see here. Let me go back, refresh. Um, you said there were some people concerned about Jim's uh, surgery tomorrow? Uh, yeah, some well wishes, some uh, maybe sarcastic well wishes, if that's what you want to call them. Okay. What, anything serious there we need uh, to talk about? Anything? Uh, other than what Italian joint you guys talking about? Rayo, Rayo, Rayo in New York, R-A-O. And the sauce is in stores here in the city. That's uh, yeah, sauce is in store. I think uh, I know that they're in, in Walmart and Target. Yep. Ray and I know that the meatballs are in Target. So I wonder why Walmart wouldn't are. have the meatballs in the sauce. I don't know. The same Maybe place. they do, Tony. I don't know. I just saw okay. an ad going to go, go where to pick it up, and I just it just it 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 flashed out uh, uh, the marinara. I didn't see. I, I saw the sauces in both, and I didn't see the. Uh, the meatballs in both, but um, that is something. I heard again. 
I heard someone told the meatballs are great. Okay? I mean, big time. This came from an Italian dude back from New York. Okay? Let's go to Travis. Travis, how are you today? Well, I'm great. How you doing, man? Good. My tie. Hope I didn't weird you out too much with my last phone call with the Scott impersonation. I thought I did pretty good. I thought you did, too. I I, I don't know what's happened to Scott. We're, we're uh, might be, you know, Tony said he might, we might call the FBI, find out if there's anything going on, if something's happened to him. Uh, I don't know. It's all right. I think we'll be okay without him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wanted to ask you, did you hear about today, I guess, the NCAA Board of Directors met? They changed some rules on the transfer window. What'd they did say now? No, I didn't hear. What'd they, what'd they say? Well, now they're saying uh, athlete, or for, for fall sports, college football specifically, they say... 45 days after the CFP Final Four is announced, the players have 45 days to documentarily, in writing, announce that they want to transfer. They don't have to commit to anywhere, but they have to say, I want to Enter the portal. So you're saying after the championship game, is that what you're saying? Uh, No, they said after the CFP is announced. The Final Four. I think it's the day the Final Four is announced. Oh, basketball or football? What what sport are we talking about here? For fall sports, for college football. Okay, okay. Sports. Okay, so for football, when the Final Four are are announced. announced. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's not how they worded it. It's still... Um, they said a 45-day window begins the day after the college football playoff field is announced. Okay, yeah. Okay, so that would be after the window. first week in December. Yeah, and then they said there's another window, May 1st through 15th, coinciding with spring practice. So that's another okay. 15 days they have. Okay, they, okay, so they give them two windows. I, I understand. that they, they don't have to make a decision. They just have to enter, they have to enter the portal then. Yeah, and then they also had the caveat that, you know, head coaching changes or loss of scholarships, stuff like that, will be considered. So it's getting way too complicated, like isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a lot to keep up with. Yeah, yeah, it's be a simple world. Yeah. And they also declined the notion to allow players to have uh, be able to transfer with immediate. Um, eligibility to one one year, so they can only transfer one time, and then play it immediately after that. And then if they transfer, well, I, again, I, I hope they year. hold them to it. Basketball, I, I see they're asking for waivers and being granted for waivers. So I hope they hold yeah. it to that. Yeah, there's a lot of that language too that says special accommodations will be made based off certain criteria. So. Oh my gosh! Please. Yeah. Well, so, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see, Travis. You going to the game tomorrow night? I'm gonna try. I don't have tickets yet, but I usually fall into some. I sell park. I live close to the stadium, so I sell parking, okay. and usually, usually okay. one of my parkers will buy me a okay. ticket. Okay. Friday, call me. Give me your report card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I can't wait. Okay. Appreciate you, bro. Take care. See ya. Let's go to Bill. You're up, Bill. Hey, Al. Uh, the previous caller was calling, uh, 
was asking about the thing. I, one of the things I was going to, and one other thing I was wondering about on that, you know, the window part of it is, is the the NCAA based on their history ability to finance or manage the thing, you know, and keep up with it and and hold everybody accountable for it and all that type of thing. Which they're not doing. Which they're not doing. It's because it's it become ridiculous. Is what it is. Well, it's it. so that's what I mean. You know, historically they they're always letting a lot of stuff go and they're soft on a lot of the things they need to be hard on. So I just wonder how, what now kind of ability. A it's a floodgate. It's a floodgate now. Okay. That's what it is. Yep. And it's not changing anytime soon. It, maybe it might be one of those things where it'll take maybe two or three, four years um, to, to really fine tune it, maybe have an effect, but they've never had much of a history yeah. of having good effect stuff I, like I, that. I don't. I don't feel good about that. Okay, I can tell you that. One more question, you know, Yeah, sure. Go ahead, David Hicks. Yeah, I've been watching a little bit, and it seems like he's starting to trend more and more towards OU. Yeah, I and saw the Will Fong guy today put a, a crystal ball for uh, OU today. Absolutely. Yeah. Two four seven has been showing all along that he was going to Texas A and M. You know. Yeah. And then rivals had him going to OU. Well. Uh, two four seven has now come up and said he's one hundred percent towards OU plus ON three. I think it is. Yeah, they for uh, they had it sixty to forty basically uh, in favor of A and M, and now they've changed it and reversed it. A, a lot of people think he's a silent commit to OU. Okay. Oh, he's going to be a stud. Yeah. Okay. Hey, thanks, Bill. Got, See ya. You. We're here at Family Leisure. Uh, come on, they have the huge Labor Day sale going on until Monday. Above ground pools in stock, heavily discounted, ready for immediate delivery. The patio furniture is unbelievable out here. Up to 60% off, ready for immediate delivery. Family Leisure right here on Northwest Expressway, west of Council. Could you get back? Take phone calls, 98.1 FM, 30%. Stay with us. Isn't that unbelievable? I think so. Al's live and local until 8. It's Bud Light Game Time on the Sports... Calls, 98.1 FM, 30%. Stay with us. Isn't that unbelievable? I think so. Al's live and local until 8. It's Bud Light Game Time on the Sports Animal with total coverage of Oklahoma versus UTEP Saturday at 2.30. Unsportsmanlike conduct with the Morning Animals is live from the Grand Casino Hotel and Resort at 10 a.m. Then at 11.30, it's countdown to kickoff and Bud Light Game Time live from Campus Corner with Jim and Al inside the RV General Store Sports Animal Mobile Studio driven by Eskridge Lexus with the all-new 20. 22 Lexus in X. Experience amazing at Eskridge Lexus of Oklahoma City. After the game, it's football feedback with your chance to sound off. Followed by the College Locker Room Show. Sponsored by Park Ridge Medical Clinic, Carter Chevrolet, OG&E, H&H Shooting Sports, and Allison Insurance. Your game day coverage of Oklahoma is on 98.1 FM, WWLS, The Sports Animal. WWLS-FM, The Village, Oklahoma City. Your home of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Cumulus Media Station. Take it back. Huge Labor Day sale going on until Monday. I'm going to be telling you all about it. Uh, let's get to the phone. Let's go to Lee. Lee, you're up. Talk to me, please. I go Linda. Lee, are you there? Lee? 
You are like Abraham Lincoln. You are history. Let's go to Derek. You're up, Derek. Hey, Al. I got. I wanted to see if Tony can play a song. I want to see if you will like it. It's a. It has an old rock and roll feel to it. Uh -oh. I'm sure Tony has heard this. Tony. <laughs> Tony has heard this. I'm sure he's. He's heard it. Okay, the song is "On the Dark Side" by John Cafferty. <laughs> Tony, <laughs> I probably have this is from Eddie and the Cruisers, right? You got it, Eddie and the Cruisers. You're you're pretty good. That's I, I, impressive. I, I've got my skills. Uh, Al, have you ever seen that movie? Eddie and the Cruisers. Uh, tell me what's an oh, old rock movie. Kind of. Jerry. Uh, uh, yeah, of? I mean, yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's an old rock movie, yes. I, 50-50 chance I've seen it, okay? Yeah, uh, titles like that I usually to like the song. go to. Okay. Uh, Let me move about here. That's exactly what I thought when I first right? heard it when I was younger. I, I often got it confused with Springsteen. Yeah, it sounds like Springsteen. That's what it does. So it's good. It's okay. You like okay? So you you like that, Tony? Uh, it's okay. I, it's I, okay. Yeah. It would make my Spotify list okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I was just making sure. I was, I, was, I was like, I like it. has that old rock and roll feel to it. I was uh, thinking, it I was it sounds like Springsteen. I mean, it really sounds like a Springsteen song. Derek, you should that, know. Yeah, that, you know what? It, that That's a good comparison. I, I, I... Derek has to realize, like, when he brings songs to the table, it has to be played on the radio, and it has to be, like, the greatest song ever if you're bringing it to the Master Al. It really, I didn't truly... say it. I got 800 songs downloaded. Yeah, but you don't you can't have... can't pick one of 800? You don't have any of the cruisers on the dark side. Yeah, that's right for sure. And you know what? You know what chance I'm going to have that download that, Tony? Zero point <laughs> zero. Tough crowd, man. Well, no. I knew, Thank I knew, you. I knew it wouldn't be on his thing. I, I, I very easily even heard that song. That's why I was wanting to play it because I didn't know if he's yeah. ever heard it. I, I, I knew, he, it, I knew okay. he didn't have it. I, I haven't heard That's it, and not... I probably won't ever hear it again. Okay, get Derek. Okay, it has okay. to be the greatest song ever. You got to bring. Yeah, the... one out, one out of eight, one out of eight hundred, one out of eight hundred. I don't feel too bad because Tony, how many times has Al asked you to play a great song and you play one? And he's like, "That's not great." Oh, I've taken my okay beatings, I, Derek. I've taken my beatings. I've learned over the course. One out of eight hundred. That's all I ask for. <laughs> he, he's 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 a hard man to please. He's a hard man to please on music. That's pretty good odds, I'd say. One out of eight hundred. And then there are a lot of songs I haven't down downloaded that I still like. Just don't download I bet, them. I bet. I bet you and your wife, Al, probably had battles on uh, on who who took control of the radio. I no, bet. Like, she was she was pretty good. She listened to what I listened to. She was good. Okay. Oh, okay. That's impressive. Because man, yeah. I, I feel like it'd be hard. To... No, no, because I listen to good stuff. I mean, but and she has to go, honey. That's a great song you're playing. I mean, that's I got that all the time. <laughs> okay. Hey, my sports question uh, that I want to ask you, Al, and what? maybe this is. Okay, I always hear you know how you always hear people like or teams release their uh, their uh, depth chart and right. like their starting you know starting you know yeah. lineups you know before, at the end of the season whatever. One thing that I, I I've I've always wanted I wish that they would they would tell you 
but I never hear it, is like the who's going to be on the, the starting special teams unit. I've all, I am curious as a fan to know like who would be my, on my special teams unit because, I mean, I think it's – I've never really heard it, though. Have you? You, you, you ever think, hear that? No, no, you know, you just got to uh, pay attention when they come out trotting the field. I know it'd be just nice though, like if they at least at least know like if your special teams is playing terrible. Yeah, it'd be you, nice you, to know who, who was out there. Usually, you, you got your best athletes out there, people that can run. So yeah, that's I mean, usually. but you don't, but you don't like your star players out there because you don't want them to get hurt. No, you don't want them to get hurt. No, no. So you got people at reserves that can run. They're special teams players. Okay. See ya. Let's go to True Suna. What's up, TS? Hey, Al, what's going on? Oh, I'm getting ready for football, I think. Man, I, I got to tell you, so that guy, his call was about Eddie and the Cruisers, and it was about death charts on special teams. I hope there's a 0.0 chance that you let him on again. Got <laughs> a hard crowd tonight, Tony. I'm just telling <laughs> I'm just messing with that guy. He's, he's probably, he's, I mean, you know. Hey, so I was talking to a buddy of mine today, and, and I've always known, you know, I mean, Seven national titles for OU is impressive. But have you ever thought about that they were literally one game away ten other times from winning ten more national titles? Now, I know they're not going to win all ten of those games. But, I mean, is there any other school out there that was one game away from winning ten more national titles? Oh, probably. You know, you might. You never can tell Alabama. You, you win all the ones they got. Notre Dame. There is. There were schools that had a chance. USC, uh, I mean, I mean, Ohio State. Any, let's see if I'm missing any. 73, they tie USC. They would have won the national title, right? Is that right? Right. That's right. 70, 77, they would have beat Arkansas and the Orange No, State. that's not true. They would not have been national champion. Oh, Notre Dame would have been national champion. Notre Dame killed Texas in the Cotton Bowl. Oh, you lost to Texas that year. You, but, right, but you think Notre Dame would have jumped from five to one? Yes, yes, they would have jumped, and there's no doubt they they killed the Texas team that OU lost to. No, I get it, I get all that, and and back then it was all about you know right and about Notre Dame, Dame. <laughs> and people love Notre Dame. Seventy eight, they would have been champions. They got beat. They got beat. Uh, 84, uh, 84. I don't, I don't know. I don't think eighty four. They would have won it either. Be, they would have passed BYU up. No, the no, no, that, 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 that's not true. We don't know that. We don't, we don't know that. Well, BYU was undefeated. Yeah, but they beat a Michigan in a holiday, a six and five Michigan in a in a holiday bowl. I, 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 I realize that. I mean. Uh, I mean, so I, I, I think OU would have won. I, OU was ranked behind them going in. So why would OU pass them? Are you sure OU was ranked behind them? I, I yeah, OU had been beaten. Uh, had uh, lost that year. Yeah. OU, yeah, OU in eighty eighty four tied Texas and got beat by uh, and got beat by Kansas. Yeah, OU wasn't gonna. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well that, well, that was the talk though. That that was the talk was that OU could win it. That was they the could have, but I don't think I don't think they would. Go ahead, okay. go on now. Okay, then all right, two thousand three. Right. Uh, definitely 2003. Absolutely. 2004. 2004. Uh, definitely. 2008. Definitely. 
that that was the last that was that the last one. Yeah, and then if you ever beat Georgia, you could have. Uh, you beat Georgia. You had a chance. It, it, uh, yeah. Hey, you, you're gonna you're gonna love it, it, this. You 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 you, you will okay. love this. Okay. Lincoln Riley said today. Oh no. The year, the year what was the year Mike Stoops got fired? It was like. Uh, is that like that's the year? Is that the year they got beat? Uh, no, it it was. It was the year after they lost to Georgia, right? Yeah, so it would have been 17 or 18, right? Anyway, he said if yeah. uh, Ruffin McNeil didn't take over the defense that year, they wouldn't have gotten in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. They were worse with Ruffin McNeil coaching the defense then. Yeah, it, they, it, they, it, were, they it, were worse. They were worse. I mean. But, 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 but I mean, and, and, and I look at the, this, you know, this Grinch may turn everything around, and he may become a great coach at some point. But Al, I, I mean, and, and I know this all sounds like sour grapes, but that that dude, man, he had he had he had players playing in wrong positions last year. And, I mean, and you know, and, and, and listen, okay, uh, you got Trey Brown in the NFL, you got Norwood in the NFL, right. you got uh, uh, Tony Yale in the Linebacker. NFL made the team. I mean, so yeah. look look at these guys that. He, that yeah, that he had talent and and the secondary was terrible and he was uh, coaching the secondary. Who was the player? I've already forgot his name. Who was the player that was causing so much trouble that kept getting flagged and Mookie? What was his What was his last name? Oh, uh, Buki, 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 Buki. Think, think about Al. Can you what, can you imagine him trying to do some of the stuff on Venable's team that he did on that on that team? Well, and they wouldn't play Norwood. They were playing him in two. Finally, they got him out of there and put uh, Norwood at the nickel. That's when that, that secondary changed that year. Right, Just right. Horrible decision. Well, not, yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, the, the penalties about. and everything. Yeah, the penalties, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't know how many times I was sitting in the stadium watching him run to the other end of that complete yeah. pass, and that ref, that referee got his hand in his pocket, contemplating if he's going to throw the flag or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably, it, probably, it, probably five, just probably five more times that year than 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 they actually got. You know, I mean, so I'm just thinking about that. I'm thinking about that dude running around and, and I mean, built with Venables, you know. But, what what a circus that was. And, and, and you know, see, here's the deal: if 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 nothing had happened, we would be excited about this season, and we'd be talking about Caleb Williams uh, being a Heisman Trophy candidate and all that stuff. But you know what? Our defense still wouldn't be any better. No, you're I mean, right. It, it, yeah. You know, no, and, and, and I, I agree. Our, and, and the and the future of our defense wouldn't be any better, right? Yeah. Well, and I think the so, future of the program wouldn't have been. I, I mean, it. it let, yeah. Let's 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 not forget. I'm gonna say it again. Lincoln Riley inherited a great players from Bob Stoops. Did you see the stat? I don't think I talked to you last week about this, but maybe I did. But Bob Stoops' last recruiting class, twelve of those guys are still in the NFL. Is that unbelievable? Yeah, that, yeah. That that's uh, that's almost half. That's almost half the recruiting yeah. class. And I, I saw people on message, well, Bob is getting tired. No, he wasn't. He was turning out great classes at the end. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll so, okay, take care. Uh, so, uh, okay, give me a great song. You got a, 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 a one in 800 chance.
Um, is, is that a good odds? I mean, is that to me? And I don't run a bookie service, you know, but that seems, eh, you know, one in eight hundred, pretty so good. I got a chance. Especially, you got a chance, but you you screw up a lot of the chances. So <laughs> I don't know, and especially a dude that knows music like you do. Yeah, but man, come on now. You what do you mean? That's pretty tough. No, I don't. Um, I'd love to like one time go, Al, all right, give me a great song. Something I have in my library. What do you think you'd come up with? With you? Yes. Oh, I'd come I'd come up with uh uh Martha Mandela's. Uh, come get these memories. <laughs> and then I would just say, Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. No, you wouldn't. You'd say, Al, yeah, you're absolutely right. Don't all give right. me that crap. Here's my entry. Go ahead. Rescue me, Fontella Bass? No. That is a great That's not song. It. No, it isn't. Why it's, is it? It's not on 800. It's not on 1 800. That's not one of 800? No. That's it a is shame. Not. I don't think so. You know the chance I have of downloading that song to my Spotify? Zero Man. point zero. Wow. That's a great it's song. It's not a bad song. It's not a bad song. But is it worthy? Of going to the elite to join the Al Ishpak Spotify? Uh, no, no. The song I had you play last night, Oopoopadoo. That was. <laughs> I never would have guessed that. I never would have. Well, not many people know that song. So, uh, but that's a rocker, uh, right? And sometimes you forget. I like something called. I think it was called, let me think, let me think, let me think, oh, yeah, I think it was called Motown. Uh, uh, I think it was at one time. In fact, it probably still is called Motown. Uh, we are here at Family Leisure. Think of the holiday sale going on, Labor Day, Labor Day Monday, huh? Labor Day's never been on a Tuesday, so we've been on a Monday. Wonder why, Tony? Uh, I got it. Come I got on it. I got it. What do you got? That's a great song. Is that one of 800? That's one of 800. Oh, nice. One of 800. Redemption. And let me tell you, there's an Italian restaurant two blocks from Spanish Harlem. It's called Rail. It all comes that's full a great circle. Song. Spanish. That's a great song. So was the other one uh, that he did. Uh, they made the movie. Uh, I'm brain dead, Tony. I'm stand by me. Oh yeah, stand by me. What a soundtrack! What a great song! What a great voice! And anything he did with the Drifters, also this magic moment or there goes my baby is a great song. What about don't play that song? It's a good song. In fact, I did download it. Wow. Yep. After you gave me that on a music thing, I downloaded it. See, uh, I bring good songs to the table. You went download. I didn't one. say you didn't bring good songs, but you have problems getting one out of 800. Yeah. So, uh, Spanish Harlem. Uh, I heard there's some really nice places in Spanish Harlem now. So, used to be before, when I was growing up, yeah, you didn't want to go to Harlem. 
But I heard it's really, really, really cool. You got the Apollo in Harlem also. Uh, family Leisure's huge Liberty Day sale going on right now until Monday. Uh, you got to check out the patio furniture. I mean, it's unbelievable. I said it's just incredible. Got up to 60% off, ready for immediate uh, delivery. Uh, in stock hot tubs, up to 30% off, great selection, ready for delivery. Uh, swing sets in stock, 50% off. Come on. Come on out to Family Leisure right here at Northwest Expressway, right west of Council. We're going to go back, take more phone calls right here, 98.1 FM, Dota Sports we're still live in local Oklahoma. I don't know if I can do a show now. <laughs> Stay with us. It's Bud Light Game Time on the Sports App. FM, Dota Sports at We're still live in local Oklahoma. I don't know if I can do a show now. <laughs> Stay with us. It's Bud Light Game Time on the Sports Animal. With total coverage of Oklahoma State versus Central Michigan. Thursday night at 6. Countdown to kickoff and Bud Light Game Time. Live from Eskimo Joe's. Joe State Tailgate with Gideon Hamilton and Rashawn Woods. Inside the RV General Store Sports Animal Mobile Studio. Starting at 4 p.m. after the game. It's football feedback with your chance to sound off on the game. Sponsored by Twin Peaks, 43 Vision, Eskridge Honda, Revive Men's Health, and Adams Family Real Estate. Your game day coverage of Oklahoma State is on 98.1 FM, WWLS, The Sports Animal. Your chance to score Michael Buble tickets live at BOK Center. He's up in Tulsa, Sunday night, September 11th, courtesy of Beaver Productions. Tickets on sale at Ticketmaster.com. But listen, all week on the Sports Animal, we'll have free tickets to see Michael Buble live in Tulsa at the BOK Center. Lee has called back, and Lee is prepared to talk to Al Ashback on 98.1 FM WWLS in Oklahoma City. Perhaps you'd like to call 405-900-WWLS. Wake up, baby Susie, wake up. Wake up, baby Susie, wake up. In the back, back to the family, please. You're great. I mean, great Labor Day sale. I'm going to be telling you all about it. Right here on Northwest Expressway, just west of Council. Uh, they're building this thing, by the way, Tony, where people can walk over the Northwest Expressway. <laughs> no, I saw it the other day. I go, what, is it putting a bridge in? No, it's a pedestrian walkway. Let me ask you, are you going to walk? make that walk? Uh, negative, no. You know what percent I'm going to do with making that walk? Zero point zero. Yes. Yeah. That's how I feel about making that walk, okay? Uh, let's go to Lee. You're up, Lee. Hey, what's up? How are you? I'm all right. Sorry about that earlier, but gotta pay man, attention, Lee. You know the rules. <laughs> well, I got distracted, started talking to someone, and yep, people you know, do get distracted a lot. Yeah. Ah, yo, I'm watching. Are you guys watching Serena Williams in her last match? No, I'm not. I'm I'm doing a radio show. Uh, I thought sometimes you guys watched it on the TV or something like that. So what's your anyway? What? She's right now. She's up one set, but she's down two games on the second set. 
she's playing the like bleach blonde little. She's playing the number two seed, and she's unseated. Okay, and wow, so, that's a great story. You know, Tiger, Tiger Woods is there in the crowd with his girl, and you know all the everybody's his girlfriend you know, or his girl, little his girlfriend or his girl. His, I think it's his girlfriend because uh, she doesn't look. She looks Young. too old to be his daughter. Okay, she's, but, she's about 18 years but old. But no entire woods. Who knows? Yeah. But hey, you don't what? make your own meatballs? Oh, uh, I my sister did and everything, and uh, I get them from my man, the meatball. Uh, uh, so I a Sicilian. For holidays, his, his mom and him make the great meatballs. So when I cook the good spaghetti sauce, I go to the saucy Sicilian. Are those local, the South East Sicilian? Yeah, it's local. local. They make them themselves. They make them there. It's a food truck. Right. I yes. I would venture a bet that those meatballs are probably better than the ones you're going to get from Rouse. Probably no. I'm I'm sure, I, I'm sure that I'm sure they are than frozen meatballs. No, they don't. The South yeah. Sicilian meatballs are as good as they get. They they're they're yeah. big time good. Yeah. Yeah, but if he could drive around would. the corner and get Ray Owls, he'd do it. He just yeah, do it. Uh, yeah, he'd and, and especially deal. He was in Norman all the time. I get him, but yeah, yeah, I I can't get the sausage Sicilian. Oh, so I, I get you. I, so they like roll. Yeah, they roll around in the truck. You can't call. Can you call him and like order up he, some? No, he takes care of me for the uh, for Thanksgiving when I when I I do the holiday thing for the thing. So uh, they do a That's great cool. job. Him and his mom, sausage Sicilian. The meatballs are great. That's that's but really I'm awesome. going to be interested to taste these. I know they're frozen, but I've also been told from a, a really good Italian person that they're really, really good. So, now, he hasn't had the frozen okay. ones. I'm going to try the frozen ones. They will not be good as a sausage Sicilian, so I'm just telling you that. I think what you, you got to do is you got to get your sauce going, and you got to drop those meatballs in there frozen and let those kind of thaw and cook out in the sauce so it gets all, just you know, me, I, I, in the I, I've made Italian before. I grew up Italian. My mom, my sister married two guys from Italy. Okay, I am I am I well that. I am well educated on Italian food. Okay, well versed. Gotcha. Yes, yes. All okay. right, man. Well, you know what? I'll let you go. So you can okay. Get See, uh, give me the Italian song, Tony. I get the picket. This song was number one in the country. There's a couple of Italian songs that were number one in the country. This is really old, Tony. And when you listen to the lyrics, you're going to laugh. It's a really famous singer, too. Um, I have to pick it out? I'm just giving you a clue to what the song is. Oh, boy. Um, uh, early 50s. Um, early 50s. Dean Martin. I mean, he's had a bunch of them. Which one? I mean, I... that's Amare. That's a cover, isn't it? That's a hit. That's Amare. <laughs> Who did the original? I have no idea. I don't think it's a cover. In Napoli, where love is king, when boy meets girl. They say
When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Seems to shine like you've had too much wine. That's some order. Yeah, Dean definitely had too much wine. Who? Who was the guy that did the roast? The real serious guy. Uh, oh my goodness! He was wrote books and as an actor, he was on a lot of the roasts. Who am I thinking of? The Dean Martin roast. Anyway, he came out one night and just they were roasting Dean Martin. He just started reading the lyrics of that song to Dean Martin. Milton Berle? Who I think of? Milton Berle? No, he wasn't a comedian. He was a serious actor. Uh, who? He's a big guy. Who am I thinking of? Dom DeLuise. He was not a comedian. Serious actor. Telly Savalas. No. Jack Benny. Jack Benny was a comedian. Got a killing me. Just going through here. Um, uh, Austin. Austin was in Austin. 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 Austin Wells. Austin Wells. He was Orson a trip. Wells. Yeah, he was. Gee, I think uh, he was friends with Hemingway, wasn't he? Might have been. He was a trip, though. The way he talked was so awesome. Well, didn't he do war? He did war the well war, right? I, uh, that's yes, H.G. Wells, right? Oh, was it H.G. Wells? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they must have been cousins. Uh, that uh, yeah, Orson Wells. He was a serious. Uh, well, if he was friends with Hemingway, he was a party animal. I remember an interview hearing him talk about Orson Wells or uh, Hemingway. Okay, really? Yeah. Boy, Hemingway was a party. I mean. You go, I remember this place went, I told you about this place in Paris called New, uh, Harry's New York Bar. And they just used to tell stories of Hemingway and he, he, he traveled with a, a bunch of people and, uh, uh, he, he could party and, uh, and then in, in, uh, down in, in Florida, I mean, they just got all kind of uh, things with, uh, with Hemingway. Key West is, Key West is the place. Here, yes. I found this. This is the thing I heard here. It's Orson Welles on Hemingway here. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever meet him? He was a very close friend of mine. Was he? Yeah. Um, I knew him on and off for many years. We had a very strange relationship. He was... Uh, I never belonged to his clan because I made fun of him. And nobody ever made fun of Hemingway. Mm. But I did. And he took it, but he didn't like me to do it in front of the, the club. We met in a projection of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, Hemingway and uh, Orson Welles had some good times. Wow. Uh, and that thing goes on for another him. three or four minutes, yeah. Wow, that is... Uh, who's doing that interview? Uh, interview a weird voice. Michael Parkinson, the English guy, I guess. Uh, he's definitely English. I mean, he wasn't Hoboken, I tell you that. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, uh, yeah, Orson Welles. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, he's, there was a movie. It was a Woody, uh, one of the last Woody Allen movies I really liked. Tony's made about five, six years ago. 
something about Paris or France. What am I thinking of, Josh? You think Josh? Well, Woody Allen movie about five or six years ago about the 1920s in Paris. What's his last few mo- mo- movies, Tony? Woody Allen. Oh, it's been uh, Midnight in Paris, perhaps. Midnight in Paris. Oh, that's a good one. It's a great movie. Yeah. 2011. That's been a while back. Oh, wow. That's, see how time we talk about Princess died. She's been that 25 years now. That blew me away when I heard that today. I was like, what? I mean, my gosh. Midnight in Paris, 2011. Uh, were you a big uh, Woody Allen person? Um, no, I stopped with the Mira Sorvino movie, um, and then I was done with Woody Allen. I like the one. What was the one he did with, what was it, Diane Keaton? Uh, no, it was the one they won an Academy Award. Made in the seventies or early eighties. He had a ton of them out. Let's see, uh, rainy day. This one Academy Award. Award. This is uh, really famous. What's new, Pussycat? No, not what's new, Pussycat. Tom Jones. Bananas. Uh, what? Not no. Woody <laughs> Allen movie. One of his first. One Academy Award Best Picture. Um. But then. I think Diane Keaton was in it. Diane Keaton. Uh, play, play it again, no. Sam. No. Diane Keaton was in Play It Again, Sam. Uh, I think it was before those movies. Wow. So go to give my, me his fr- the sixties. No, give me the uh, what? What? Give Give me the sixties. All right, uh, there it is. What's new, Pussycat? What's up, Tiger Lily? Casino Royale, Take the Money and Run, Bananas, Play It Again, Sam, Everything You Always Wanted to Know About Sex But Were Afraid to Ask, Sleeper, Love and Death, The Front, Annie Hall, and Annie Hall. Annie Hall. Alvy Singer, a divorced Jewish comedian, reflects on his relationship with ex-lover Annie Hall. Who was Annie Hall? Who played Annie Hall? Diane Keaton, it appears. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Won Academy Award. Uh, that was a pretty good movie. So, no, some of his movies are strange, but Midnight in Paris was pretty good. I like that. So, uh, we are here at. Let me tell you, Family Leisure got huge Labor Day sale going on, going on till Monday now. So you got time. Uh, you got to check out this. Uh, relaxes outside this patio set they got going on. Uh, up to get this sixty percent off, really. 60% off, uh, ready for immediate delivery. Stock tub, uh, in stock hot tubs, up to 30% off. Great selection, great delivery, uh, and setup. Uh, above ground pools in stock, heavily discounted, ready for immediate delivery. Uh, so check it out. Family leisure. We're going to come back. One more segment. 98.1 FM, 30% We're still live in local Oklahoma. More of Al Eshback. Call and we'll talk. Is next. The Morning Animal. Morning Animal. You go to that makeup place, I forget what it's called, over by Penn Square Mall. Wherever, also? Yeah. Trust me, I know. I'm going to tell I've you something. To, I've had to go in there for TV makeup, folks, so sure. don't at me. From the Trade Pros Heat and Air Text Nation line, Curtis, is there a brand of lip gloss you could recommend? You just made, there was no text that quickly. The Morning Animals, weekday mornings, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. on WWLS. Or in stock pools. 
a thousand dollars. You hear me? Thousand dollars. Uh, up to, and again, I told you up to thirty percent off of all stock uh, spas. And remember, this goes on until Monday through Labor Day, so you got time. Uh, but uh, they had several truckloads of patio furniture that just arrived. I've been sitting in some of the patio furniture. It's unbelievable. It is it's totally unbelievable. So, uh, uh, and then uh, better late than now. I mean, Grace Selection end of the season discounts up to sixty percent. So check it out right here at Family Leisure. They do a tremendous job. Uh, they really do. Let's go to Eric. Our last call tonight. Eric, hello. Screw you, Eric. Uh, you had your chance. Now you're gone. Okay. Did you have a chance, Tony? I did, and he hung on and couldn't do it anymore. Got to hang on. Have hang to. on, right? Have to. Uh, a song, Tony. Oh, I got it. This is easy. Is it? This is so, yeah, yeah. Oh, Al, come on. Give me a little bit of credit here. You might play the wrong one. And, I, uh, I don't think so. I got it here. This is the one. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, here we go. No. Jeez. What? No. How does you keep me hanging on, not the song? No. 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 Hang on. Oh, oh, I got it. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Okay. Confidence again. I think this is it. Okay. Strike two. God. Strike two. How Strike many, two. How many more? One hang- more and you're out. How many more hang on songs are there? Uh, well, one I'm thinking <laughs> of. Is not the two that I played. Big I- hit. Strike two. Yep. I'm out, Al. Right down the middle. Uh. Uh, I, I give. I've given two answers. I'm exhausted. The Four Seasons, Frankie oh, Valley. My gosh, how do I? It's a rocker too. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, I'm crying. And then here's the music to bridge you, Tony. This guitar. That's good, huh? Yeah, that's way better than the songs I picked. Yes, thank you. I could have told you that. Uh, that's going to be it for me. Remember, uh, let me lead you. See, uh, Sel was on through Labor Day. We'll be back tomorrow at 4. Good night. The Oklahoma Farm Bureau Insurance and WWLS, the sports animal, want to share a few tips so you can enjoy life in the college dorms. Protect your belongings with renter's insurance. Always check your lease agreements before signing and know what your insurance covers. Get to know your neighbors and be aware of your surroundings at all times. Lock your doors, windows, and car. Always stay alert when you're outside your home or apartment. Be aware of community guidelines for home and neighborhood safety and Connect with your local OKFB agent to find the coverage that suits your home, auto, commercial, and life insurance needs. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.